0: This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hey! Well, he's committed to it. Hello.
1: Hello Hello there! there.
0: (laughs) It is wonderful to see you. As if we haven't been talking this whole time while we've up. <laughs> this setting is it. definitely our first intro of this recording. We have not done it six times. Yes. Oh, right. Due to various recording. Years. Yeah. Thank
2: God.
0: Yeah, we're not live. Bless.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, you thought
1: uh,
0: this
1: was live? <laughs> in- yeah. you
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank no. God we're not. All right. Um, All so right. in case you're wondering why you, we weren't live, if you're watching this on the VOD, you're like, hey, I tuned in and I wanted to see it. Um. All RTTV took a break uh, on the 3rd and the 4th to encourage people to go vote and to also participate in watching the election. So sorry if you're bummed that you couldn't watch us live, but we wanted to kind of make a statement there about how important it was to go vote and everything that's going on. And also, and just, we don't know the results yet. So depending on when you're watching this, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, we, we are technically recording this
3: on the, the, the day, morning-ish, after Election Day. So we don't know the results. We don't know you know how it's going to end up. We're all exhausted because so uh, oh, there an let's election? just election move forward yeah it, there was this little thing that happened um it's it's been going on for a while now oh uh, we elect what? our leaders who it's you and did just crawl yeah. out of a hole didn't you see his intro <laughs> that's like, yeah, yeah, I did. Through. actually it was, my, <laughs> little, just woke it was
2: up. my little darkness hole that i sleep in
3: he has been literally under weird. a rock for all of 2020, which <laughs> yeah, is probably the best sure. place you could have been. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, Decker, who are you? <laughs> Welcome Vindicated. to the Death Battle cast. Welcome to the Death Battle cast. We are the casting crew of Death Battle. I'm Ben, the voice of Wiz. I'm joined by Liam, the That's writer for the episode that I
2: just aired. Tippity Type. I'm Chad.
0: I, I play Stick. <laughs> and cause chaos on this show. <laughs> um and
3: we are joined
0: by somebody who is very
3: much judging us right now. <laughs> Brandon, if I am, it's not negatively. This is <laughs> nice of the course. Brandon Yates, a musician we've been guys. working with for 5 plus years at this point, which yeah. is Yeah, it's been fantastic. over five years.
0: You may um, know him from many different Death Battle tracks, from Shredding Silver uh, all the way to... I pulled up the wiki to make sure I got them right. <laughs> all the way to Way Fast Flash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean,
4: I feel like there's some before and after that at this point, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a little bit. <laughs> that's where
0: the wiki is up to date Yeah, on. yeah. For some reason, the wiki
4: doesn't have, like, Alive and Exo and all the really old stuff. That, I mean, I guess I don't want them to really remember some of that old stuff, so that's... Fair. Dude, Alive's
0: amazing. A yeah. lot like yeah, you know, one of the awesome. favorite tracks that you've ever done it was Exo, like the first exo's, one too. i think
4: exo's good too uh but like there's some true. that were like in that season especially like the rushed
3: ones that i don't know <laughs> i mean that's that's basically death battle like par for the course for us like <laughs> we look back on season two and season one we're like eh, we can ignore that one <laughs> we didn't work on that right
1: <laughs> yeah
3: uh for sure for sure i mean everybody i think every creator has that feeling though with with older content that they've made um, we were talking oh, yeah. before about like putting together demo reels and things like that for actors, and and uh, it's it, it can be rough looking back on some old content and being like,
0: oh, yeah. oh, I, oh, I uh, did that, I did uh, that. Oh yeah, oh, no, there, no, there no. are many <laughs> things you just like, nope, not that one, and then you just like oh, <laughs> the internet forgets that. Uh,
4: yeah, I think Brandon, Brandon what today would kick nothing. Brandon five years ago's ass. You'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, why are you doing things that way? Stop, quit trying to cut corners. It's obvious.
2: i actually want to beat the shit out of my younger self just to prove that i can it would be disappointing it would be disappointing if i lost to my past self i would be like this sucks (laughs) (laughs)
1: this was a
2: this was a net loss (laughs) that
0: just determines that you peaked previously yeah not in terms Uh,
2: of creative potential in terms of physical aptitude like i want to actually after this year i probably couldn't because i've been in bed all here yeah i know um, right i'm pretty sure my,
3: i've i've put on like
0: arms 15 pounds
2: are tiny <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm convinced you haven't left that room because that's the only place i see you uh, uh you're not so... wrong dude you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> oh my god just go to all the right. dorm when the pizza shows up <laughs> yeah we'll be well, talking we, more music here in a second yeah
3: we do have plenty to talk about we have uh, uh as I kind of mentioned, uh, Sabre Wolf versus John Talbane just came out, um, a, a matchup that we have wanted to do for a very long time. And Liam and Brandon kicked so much ass putting uh, that stuff together for the episode. So we will be talking about that. Uh, and we will also be getting into uh, some of the music behind the scenes for Death Battle with Brandon, um, a topic which we, we've sort of talked about, but we've never actually had Brandon on to really get into the weeds of, of how it all goes down. So uh, we're definitely going to get into the nitty gritty of that as we go. It's magic. It's magic days. and
4: fairy dust. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> exactly. I mean, Spoilers. this guy is a beast. He makes this stuff uh, like we were, we were just talking before the show. Like, uh, we don't know how you're able to pull off what you do so quickly, Brandon. Um, it, it, is, it, is, it, it does seem like magic to a lot of us, frankly, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but I, uh, it's so well, freaking awesome.
4: I mean, well, we can get into it more later, but I have I have some tricks that help me be, like, very fast.
3: Well, that'll be cool. <clears throat> we can get we can get behind the scenes of Brandon's special tricks. The real question is, <laughs> anyway. can you make
0: a track in the time that we do this podcast? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, kidding. not
4: during, but yeah. Like, if you want to time me sometime. I, I, <laughs> I streamed mean, to making a song, and I did it in, like, an hour and a half. Oh, nice. <laughs> awesome. Like, I mean, it wasn't that's... my best work ever, you know? I was just like, it was just a test. It was just
3: like, eh, still, how, like... how
4: long will it take me to just make a simple track and on stream and it that's took me cool. about an hour and a
3: half that's really that's really cool that's <laughs> uh man that'd be a pretty dope kind of like regular thing like tuning in what's Brandon gonna make today in less than
0: an hour we'll
3: see <laughs> uh man that's a lot, what's though. your
0: what's your twitch feel free to shamelessly promote yourself oh, i don't one, I, right? I
4: stream on youtube my youtube is just my name brandon yates
0: nailed it easy enough <laughs> easy <laughs> to find
3: <laughs> all right what's up right. first ben well, let's go ahead and get into the Q&A for Saberwolf versus John Talbain. Uh, Liam, as the writer, I figure you've got all the answers. You better. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> though I think I have a couple as well. Um, so the first question that we got uh, was actually from a comment that I saw on the YouTube video that uh, got, got uploaded <laughs> a lot. Uh, you said John lives a life of compassion. But then at the beginning, when Saberwolf asked for forgiveness, he said he had none to give. Isn't that inconsistent?
2: uh well it, it a life of compassion in regards to whom like i i think when john witnesses in my interpret because i wrote this right like i made that the the scenario of the death battle fight up by the way the, another uh, thing we should we've said this before but the death battle fight doesn't um isn't a a, a one-to-one reflection of the research um, we have to take a couple of liberties in, term, uh, in terms of setting up a fight. Like, a lot of these characters that fight wouldn't normally fight Would each other. Would never
0: fight each other. Yeah, yeah at right. all. Yeah.
2: Um, so we kind of need to take liberties with that. The way that I interpreted it as I wrote it was that uh, when John sees, like, just the, the ocean of dead bodies, uh, he he sees someone that, A, failed. Um, that failed unlike himself. He is another werewolf that, that failed at controlling himself and is nothing more than a mindless beast, and he's putting him down. I can't forgive you for what you've done because you're not someone that, that can receive that forgiveness. You're not capable of it anymore. You're not capable of, of, uh, of atoning. So I need to, I need to eliminate you. Um, and eventually the, their respective bloodlust gets so intense that, like, John, at the end, uh, who, because of the influence of the Blood Moon, actually enjoys killing Sabrewolf at the end. Um, so uh, yeah, I
0: bet you didn't expect a response that deep for one line, <laughs>
2: did
3: you? <ya? laughs> no, also, spoilers, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you haven't watched the, in episode, case you're watching this oh, before right. you
4: watch the death battle.
3: Yeah. yeah for some reason, uh, we tend to should be saying that at the beginning of the show, but you know, you know this uh, song and dance by I, now. I, uh, I <laughs> thought. I
2: was question.
3: Will yep. 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 No, you're good. You're good. I just
4: I'm curious what the demographic is for that. Like, who? I gotta watch the Death Battle cast. Out uh, of the Death Battle <laughs> Yeah. I
3: don't know. I don't know if anybody's uh, done that. Someone should One comment if you, if you watch
4: That's this epic. before the actual Death Battle. If you consistently do that, please comment because I, awesome. I, <laughs> yeah, I want to know. You're awesome. I want to know. Yeah. I want to know and I want to know why.
1: Yeah. I'm <laughs> subscribed
3: to the Death Battle channel, not for Death Battle, for Death Battle <laughs> for cast. <that>. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: I like to see the the same interior of Liam's room months after months unchanged. <laughs> These beige, all-consuming walls. Um, I'm here for the
1: Jersey of chats. I love them. Like, yeah, Chad's hair has evolved good.
4: over this year.
2: So.
0: <laughs> it has, man. It's been getting quite majestic. Uh, we'll we'll see where it ends, but this is where I'm at. I had an. Uh, I, had, I was going to the grocery store to pick something up, and I'm walking by, and then there's, there's this old dude. And he's just kind of like sitting on this little stoop, and he just goes. Nice hair. (laughs) Thanks, dude. Pandemic. (laughs) Walked inside. Indeed, Uh. there
3: is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Second question. Uh, This one is is a lot more. I think um, uh, has a lot more going on than that one. Uh, How do you rationalize the? the... (laughs) How do you rationalize the messy Killer Instinct timeline when researching? You included info for Saber Wolf from both timelines, and usually you tend to prioritize one. Um, Killer Instinct, if you don't know, is is, um, when the 2013 game came out. It sort of rebooted the whole thing. Uh, But even before then, Killer Instinct's timeline was really kind of janky. It has comics that don't necessarily 100% line up with the game. Also, Killer Instinct 1 and 2... Two takes place, like, hundreds of years, thousands of years in the past. So, like, how everything oh, lines right. up is yeah, all messy. Like, under. some characters in Two that have the same name as the characters in One aren't actually the same characters. It's it's weird. Killer Instinct is very confusing. <laughs> 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 um, but, Liam, do you want to kind of go into how we yeah. looked? Basically, we, we composited them.
2: Um, we, we looked at the elements of Saberwolf that were similar in both, which, for— for Sabrewolf specifically um was ba- was mostly everything like there was a lot that overlapped he's not a character that um was super changed or, or benefited from any like like really big insane feats that happen in Killer Instinct like Gargos has a really powerful feat in in the new Killer Instinct timeline but uh Sabrewolf doesn't scale to him uh in this new timeline uh, I don't know if he did in the original one either but basically we 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 it was beneficial for us because because we were able to composite them. Saberwolf, the new ta- timeline, not super different ability-wise um, than in the old timeline. So yeah. So we, we just take the elements that are similar, that don't uh, totally contradict each other.
3: Yeah. Um Saberwolf fortunately lines up with with the uh, the idea that we generally go with with like we do prioritize one version and then anything else can sort of be applied if we can argue that it is the same character in a different circumstance. Yeah. Uh, and Saberwolf absolutely kind of falls into that um that's set up there are, there are definitely other characters in killer instinct that are more complicated than that but
0: saberwolf fortunately go. works
3: out for us it's yeah, also super
0: helpful too. when you're dealing with fighting game lore which it exists but there's not a ton of it <laughs> so it
2: exists I, there
0: is a surprisingly large amount of there's, it there's so much of it
2: uh, that relative, isn't like <laughs> relative that to much.
0: what kind of genre it is but it's like it's but it's weird it's fighting it's, yeah, I, no. I'm, it's, I'm it's trying bizarre. to think how to describe it. It's not like we're not like reading through issues, right? You get yeah, it through it's like Elder Scrolls cutscenes like and like you know like victory like, scenes if they're canon for that character in the tournament. It's so yeah. Like this developer said one time that and Sagat fought
2: and Sagat won or some you know something like that. It's like it's like this. Re- you have to like researching for fighting games is super weird because you have to like just like detective all of this shit and put it together.
3: There are a bunch That's of quotes the, and like end end scenes of yeah uh, win wind win screens lost screens um non canon like yeah. story endings but they all still connect in some way uh, and it's less like that there's not a lot of lore to work with and more so that there's a ton of it it's just yeah. not connected in an easily digestible right. format and games uh, that
2: are like semi sequels of one another like Street Fighter alpha and street fighter alpha two and street fighter alpha three i forget what the rule is for like the 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 canon of those three games oh the street but fighter
0: timeline between two and like because four is after two. Been so long well specifically the ones that is after are like two don't. yeah it goes one yeah. third strike
2: three alpha, is way in the future two, it's four, further in the future. Five, three, three, and third strike is the is the last it takes place after
3: uh second <clears> right impact. after and and some of those games are like technically the same game, but like yeah. redone. Yeah. So it's like like Alpha Three and Two, I believe, are like technically the same story, but it's like right. now it's a different version. So it's like so which one is which what one's, one's supposed the to go one? with? Like how do they relate to each other? It's a very confusing mess. <laughs> um, what was,
0: that? Which was, was it Guilty Gear or Blaze Blue that just like broke Nick's brain? I don't remember Blaise which blaze blue, blue. Yeah, yeah which is funny because guilty
3: gear is just as crazy like <laughs> guilty gear is
2: nuts guilty gear blue has, like,
3: is specifically problem uh confusing because of the anime they had like a oh very short little mini series um where they tried to cram as much of the lore as possible <laughs> into like less than eight episodes or something like that and it what? was <sighs> Uh, very difficult to follow. <laughs> you know, um, you
2: know, you're fucked when you start listening to like audio CDs
1: <laughs> and yeah, along with the radio plays.
4: The radio plays, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How into how into the series do you have to be to listen to audio CDs? For, like, I mean, is that just for researchers at that point, or I guess?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? No, like it's I a popular will... thing in Japan. Yeah, oh, I yeah, will fair, say though. Fair. But speaking of CDs, killer cuts slapped if you do. I don't know if everybody remembers Killer <laughs> Cuts. I probably have it somewhere in this house. Uh, it was a CD Absolutely. that came with. You had it. I don't even think did it come with Killer Instinct, or did you have to like? It might have been a magazine thing. Man, I'm gonna have to look that back up. But it was a Killer Instinct CD, and it had spinal is, on the front.
3: Oh yes, uh, the Killer, Killer Cuts. It's
0: real good. I'm old, good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very 90s. Yeah. All right.
3: Uh, next question: um, Could John have been affected by Saber Wolf's ability to pass his lycanthropy on?
0: Uh, Are you talking about making him a double werewolf? Already yeah, a that's werewolf. He's <laughs> already a werewolf. Now, hey, You can be born a werewolf, but to be double
4: yeah. a werewolf, a double werewolf, you got to catch that. Someone's got to
3: give that to you. <laughs> yeah. Technically, there might be an argument that mm. like John is a different kind of werewolf, like from a yeah. different dimension, so like maybe his version of lycanthropy like at a chemical level is different. Uh and so something might happen. What's interesting uh, when, about Say werewolf yeah. lycanthropy is mixed in with that, and maybe you could become a double werewolf. What's interesting uh, it doesn't about really matter though? Go ahead.
2: What's interesting about John is that with Darkstalkers, like the way it works in Darkstalkers, is that John is his mother was human and his father was a full a full werewolf, was a big wolf dude. So that's how he transforms back and forth. It's not. Uh, a curse like it is in Killer Instinct, where you're a human that transforms into a big wolf guy at night. It's it's a like it's his dual identity, but still like it wouldn't really it wouldn't really work, and it wouldn't really like affect the fight either because it only when when it affected Jago, it only happened it only started to like affect Jago
3: after their fight had ended. Um, it's not and, an instant transfer it takes time yeah. to manifest yeah um, um so like maybe after john howls to the moon at the end you, like weird <laughs> fur patches start bursting out I was like what the fuck <laughs> yeah and then he becomes a double werewolf he's a werewolf who uh, under the full moon becomes a werewolf nice. sure <laughs> <laughs> i don't know sense. how that would work exactly but like maybe i don't i don't know um yeah uh, uh, but at the end of the day, it's a possibility that it would have some weird effect, but it, it wouldn't really matter in the fight. Um, next question: Would John have won if there wasn't a blood moon? This is sort of semantics, honestly. Like we just kind of added the blood moon for yeah. for cool dramatic the, the effect. So, dramatic I effect cool in the fight. Exactly. so I can make a cool song. The exact. I can make a cool song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it's also it was thematic yeah. choice. You know, it's also we we wanted to sort of show off the because um, a big a big a very important part of the fight to me was the differences between how the werewolf side of them is treated. Um, how um, uh, probably my favorite my favorite theme of this fight is the fact that like both of them have this curse. I mean, technically it's different differently applied, but both of them have the curse of a bestial personality. Um, and whereas Saberwolf focused it on just trying to remove it just get rid of this thing, you know, that uh, a very extreme approach to it, John accepted it and strove to control it. And I definitely wanted to have some element of that difference in the fight. And so having a blood moon going in and out kind of helps showcase that. It challenges John's,
2: John's control over himself, which is the, like, like you said,
3: the main theme of the fight. Yes. Uh, and then uh, getting into some of the calcs, one of the, probably the biggest calc <laughs> and strangest calc of the of the episode. Um, Best calc. What does Anakaris sinking Egypt have to do with John at all? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, uh, as as I was looking over rough cuts of this episode, I too was struck by like, "Huh, there's this whole section on ancient Egypt." Like, if like if you deleted my like my information of this fight from my brain, I'd be like, "This is weird." Um, but, uh, what it has to do with is that John and Anacharis are in the same tier of power as, uh, of Darkstalkers. They're both B plus class, which most of the cast is aside from like the really powerful ones like Dimitri or Morgan or Pyron. Um, uh, and, uh, John derives his power, John derives all of his abilities from key, which is the same energy source that Anacharis uses, um, to, uh to uh, sink egypt it's it's basically just how much power do they both have in a kind of general sense um i i don't know if john would be able to push on ancient egypt hard enough to sink it but it's a general <laughs> we're getting an idea of of their relative power and it's so much more massive than saberwolves that uh, we can confidently say that um even accounting for a large margin of error, or if he could do a small fraction of
3: that power, he'd still be way, way, way stronger than um, than Saberwolf. Theoretically, his his Fire Dragon could yeah. reach this sort of power level. Um, maybe uh, it, it is obviously sort of sort of a generalized look at yes. what what the the power level of Key really means to them. But because they are in the same tier level class level. Uh, uh it should be able to apply to him to at least a general degree yeah um the, the the egypt calc was one thing that came up in our research sink um i believe it was lousy who, mm-hmm. who was. did all the work for that and it was crazy how much he, he he put into that like figuring out um how many buildings there would be what the 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 composition of the buildings would most likely be um factoring the pyramids you know the scale of of Egypt's uh, land mass and whatnot yeah there's so much to it it's crazy um, you even did so the like people part too. of part of it was oh yeah and the people part of it was like um yeah this is a really good uh, uh, a representation of how much more powerful a b plus dark stalker is compared to something from kill uh, specifically saberwolf um but it was also on another hand I was kind of like man Lousy put so much work into this calc.
1: <laughs> and like, technically,
3: we don't really need it for our argument because yeah, there no. are other elements to the argument that, like, already kind of lock it down. But, like, it's such a good calculation and it's such awesome. an impressive piece. Like, I just kind of want to include it anyway. So we yeah. just did. <laughs> it's super fun and, and weird. Yeah. I, I love it when we can get a Death Battle episode that looks at something strange like that. Like, <clears> unexpected. How <throat> we kind of sure. have
4: an excuse to calculate the weight of Egypt? Like. <laughs> right.
3: Exactly. Exactly.
0: I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting flashbacks of stupid weight of humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I still regret I don't have that number. I'm still so mad. I got so so dis- disheartened. I just deleted it, and then I was like, <laughs> now to this day I'd be like, oh, Chad, I, I can
2: tell you. Can't you just do like population times like the average weight of a human and just multiply?
0: Uh, no. So I, <laughs> I did it based on male and female adult and children, and then I also did that based on population by region in those categories mm-hmm. for. <laughs> yeah
2: that's a lot that's a that's a lot of. it was a lot there. it was a lot <laughs>
3: <Liam>. <laughs> and then i jumped like... in and said oh by the way there's also dinosaurs i i can right.
0: look, i like i can i'm back there like i i'm, I'm in my first house in my office <laughs> sitting in my chair on a fucking skype call with ben for gogi versus superman i still remember this because he was working on something else and i'm going through all that shit
5: stupid oh god oh <laughs> <laughs> Do you like food? Of course you like food. You have to like food because you need food to survive. It's very, very important. So how do you make it better? Well, HelloFresh, that's how. You get all the ingredients you need to make wonderful meals shipped right to your door. So no more hassle. This is the easier way to do things. Plus, guess what? Nutritious, delicious, and you got a bunch of variety in these bad boys. Every week they got 20 chef crafted meals. So you're not just eating the same thing over and over. You're just always experiencing new meals, learning how to cook with new ingredients and having a good time. Plus, two big notes on HelloFresh specifically. They're the first carbon neutral meal company and uh, by skipping the grocery store and skipping that whole system, on top of that, you'll typically, you lose about like 25% of your food waste, which is just a bonus on top of it. The most important thing to me though is that they're committed to giving back, right? So they've given away 3.5 million meals this year in a year where clearly a lot of people could probably use an extra meal. So I really appreciate a company that's willing to give back to the community and that makes me more willing to give to them, especially when they send pasta. So let's talk about this. If you want some of this HelloFresh for yourself, and you should, go to hellofresh.com slash cast 90 and use code cast at 90 to get $90 off, including free shipping on your first order. That's HelloFresh.com slash cast ninety. Uh, yeah. Just that's a killer deal. Great company and good food. Pretty hard to complain about that combo. Anyways, back to the show.
3: Alright, next question. Uh, isn't this episode illegal? It's a dog fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, thank next you, Michael question. Vick. Did John, uh, did John die cool. afterwards because he got his guts ripped out? If so, doesn't that mean it's a draw? Um, he did get his guts ripped out, and that's that might so mean that he does die. Uh, but he still won the fight. So yep. doesn't really and didn't matter. Didn't we have a
4: similar thing with Might versus Might? Like
3: yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that is that is a very good example of like um, the the way Death Battle works is if a character gets the kill, that's the end of the fight. Like if they die later on. Technically, they still
0: won first, right? Uh, or on the opposite, if you have a character like Kratos, who when he dies will go to the underworld, and you know he's going to crawl his way out, uh, <laughs> like he'll be back. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, but like still, if still you guess. kill
3: Kratos, you win. Like, yeah, he might come back. You just kill him again.
0: Yeah, just so, have
4: a part two. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, if he does come back, that's for the sequel. Like, yeah, for yeah. that death battle, he was already dead. um Yeah, yeah that that that's. That it's a little tricky because there are obviously some characters where, like, um, if they are killed, something happens, and then that has to be taken into effect. So obviously that rule has to be a little um, uh, 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 flexible for situations where death isn't necessarily the end. But uh, in this case, because it was more of a, like, it's not part of John's arsenal that, like, or, or Saberwolf's arsenal that, like, if I pull out the, the intestines, you know, I die, and then I come back to life. It was more so just a narrative thing to, to build tension
0: for that scene. Plus, so you wanted an analysis. excuse
4: to have one werewolf choking the other with
2: with his yes, I mean that's that's a just a cool
0: real answer. <laughs> yeah, the real answer is Liam. He was just trying to make it as gory and violent as possible, like, like he said. And his goal was to, to make somebody throw up. Choke so. him with the
4: guts. <laughs> <laughs> gut oh, speaking jokes. of throwing up, that Dee back from uh, Wario versus DDD. Oh my god, the yeah. Thing that messed me. Oh, the my god. In mouth
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh Horror
4: flashbacks.
1: Oh,
3: that was that was one that Luis, I believe, just added on his own. That wasn't even planned. He was like that I was going to add this crazy like scene. <laughs>
2: Mwah, it was so good
3: alright uh, and then that pretty much wraps up uh, Saberwolf vs John Topping. questions there are yeah. two more uh, why is the next time Red vs Blue didn't that already come out so just uh, sort of reiterating if you did not see uh, the previous Death Battle cast um, Red vs Blue was delayed in order to better align itself with uh, Red vs Blue Zero's premiere which is coming out later this month um, so actually in just a couple days this November 9th, holy shit uh Reverse Blue Zero airs in like five days. Or I guess if you're watching this like three days, uh since we're not live. So fuck guys, <laughs> it's coming soon. Uh Reverse Blue Zero is being directed by Torian Crawford, who you would know uh hopefully from lots of our 3D death battles like Might Might, um uh, Bayonetta versus Dante. Uh holy shit. So so many really, really fantastic fuck episodes that we've do. had. Yeah, um, so we can and expect
4: you... flips. Yes. We can expect Flips yes.
3: because he loves Flips. If you yes. have at any point looked at one of our 3D fights strike by Torian and thought, like, dude, that's dope, you owe it to yourself to check out Red vs. Blue Zero yep. when it airs on November 9th. It's going to be super awesome. And then the Red vs. Blue Death Battle airs shortly after that. Uh, that fight is also uh, led by Torian, um, which I'm uh, very excited to share that with you guys. It is not replacing an episode. We are still doing the full 20-episode season um of for death battle this year Uh, 2021 yeah i guess 21 if you count the boys um gotta count the boys (laughs) (laughs) uh, but that was like a bonus episode that wasn't originally planned it just kind of happened um but uh so it's just pushing you know the timeline back a little bit in order to to better match up because we want to support our friends who work on Red versus Blue Zero. That's really yeah. what it comes down to.
0: Yep. Uh, <laughs> thanks to you guys, Death Battle gets a ton of views, and our friends are making some really cool stuff, and we'd love people to go check it out and give it a shot, so we delay the episode just to be able to promote Red versus Blue Zero in hopes to get some more eyes on it, because we think it's super cool, and we think you guys will enjoy it.
3: We're, we're, we're very proud of what they've been working on. Yes, it's gonna yeah. be cool. Um, and then, last but not least, uh, hey, you hinted that there would be a vampire match next year. What will it be? The answer is... Uh, Edward Cullen versus the Count from Sesame Street. So look forward to that
0: next year. <laughs> yes. Yep. Someone's going to quote you on that. <laughs> for legit. They're, They're going to start doing Edward calculations. There's going to be like an
3: essay written up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Now it's time to talk about what's going on.
1: In and what's going on
3: <laughs> is Brandon is here. Yeah. All right. the, there. <laughs> hey, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, Brandon, um, you've been working with us for uh, upwards of five years now, um, done tons and tons of death metal tracks, including the most recent one, uh, Blood Moon for Saberwolf versus John Talbain, where you really got to dig into your, like,
4: yeah, you, you kind of like
3: come from a metal background for the most part, right? Yeah,
4: yeah. I used to, before before this project, I was in a, oh yeah, sorry, I let you finish your question. It's probably what I was about to answer.
3: (laughs) Yeah, like, let's talk about your roots a bit, like where you come from and what you started with.
4: Uh, Well, before I was working with Death Battle, I was in like a a deathcore band, ironically, a deathcore band. But we we, we used to like tour in the local, like, couple states. And so I'm used to uh, doing lots and lots of screaming. I was the vocalist, but I also helped with a lot of the writing at the time. And so, yeah, very, very metal background, very heavy stuff. You guys wouldn't like it on the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now oh I want to write God. an episode where that would be, like, perfectly appropriate for that
4: kind of fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, there's hints of it in Blood Moon. Like, uh, there's some parts where I just full-blown went, like, back to those roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the guitar riffs in particular.
3: Yeah, there's definitely... Not a lot of matchups where, like, that specific style necessarily <laughs> may might blend with it. But, like,
1: no, right. every, every, every matchup
3: would work really well. I think would. <laughs> every, <laughs> every matchup Every <laughs>
1: matchup. Yeah, let's he'll go find, back to some of the
3: My Little Pony episodes and throw that in yeah, there. I'm yeah, sure yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, I mean, close Titans close Magic count, is pretty right. heavy. I love it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so uh, let's uh, let's start off, I, I guess, with uh, sort of the process of, of what we go through for a Death Battle music track. Um, so a few years ago at this point, we, we sort of came to you with um, sort of this uh, uh, proposal of like, hey, we, we want to start making music for every episode's battle. Uh, so um, you want to go through sort of like how the steps that you work on. Obviously, we kind of start off with like uh, sort of a conversation where. Uh, me or whoever the director is is like, this is sort of what we're sort of imagining. Here's some reference tracks, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. That, um, that we're sort of thinking about. Uh, but what's the next step after that? Typically, uh, I'll
4: I'll listen. I only tend to listen to like thirty seconds of the reference tracks. Not that I'm like discounting what the directors are saying, but I don't want to uh, to get too attached to those ideas because you know I don't want to I don't want to full blown plagiarize. I love to tribute you know the source material, but I don't want to like. I, I kind of had that problem back when I was working with another versus matchup show where uh, they would want me to be a little too close to the reference material, so I actively avoid that because that would you know that would cause the same problem that we're trying to avoid. Like we just get copy struck for m- me remaking other songs. it's It's the same problem in a different form. So yeah, Absolutely. the next step, I guess would be definitely to go. I, w- I would listen to them for about thirty seconds and then I, uh, I I listen for like specific things that I think are the most catchy, like the essence of those of those themes. And uh, I will sketch those out, and then I'll, I'll build a song around that. Or sometimes the other way around, I'll build the song, and then I'll throw the themes in over top.
3: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know if we've ever really even given the direction of, like, let's try to copy this song. I think oh, yeah, it's no, always no, been... I... Um, uh, These are inspirations. We're we trying to, like, capture the essence of this. The the, the trickiest part, I think, um, or at least from from my perspective, uh, Side of things is like trying to capture the essence of two characters with the different themes and, and music styles, and bringing it all together. Um, does that does that sort of throw you off sometimes, or how tricky is that um, for you? I think. It's, uh, there are times
4: where it's super easy. Uh, an upcoming episode that we, that we can't talk about, but you know, the one that I turned in like the same day, that one was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that one was like, it was perfect. It just, the stars aligned, everything was, uh, you know, it was like, everything just fell into place. The song popped into my head all at once. But then there are other ones where, where it's, it's a lot more difficult. Uh, I I'm like trapped in stuff I'm currently working on. So the other one I'm currently working on right now with police <laughs> and, is uh is a lot harder for several reasons like i'm doing a different genre than i've ever done and it's uh i don't the characters i mean i get with what they have the overlap but it's like really harder to get them to if that i don't know if that makes sense body language
0: yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. M- meshing meshing the two styles together Well, because the series both tricky.
4: have such different or like at least their character themes have such different styles and so it's, it's hard to not lean one way or the other and so i just kind of gave in and like leaned one way just because stylistically it makes more sense to have right. like a cohesive piece than to have yeah. something jumbled that's that's more of both characters
3: yeah Look, looking at some of the, I, mean, I, I also have a list of tracks that you, yes. you worked on, uh, for just to, just to remind myself of what you worked on. But like, obviously, you know, standouts to me of like, uh, tracks that maybe were, were easy to uh, find, like a commonplace, are like, uh, marvelous for the Shazam versus Captain Marvel fight. Uh, there was definitely a lot of um, references to like Avengers and Justice League stuff in that track. It's funny um, that
4: that would come up. I was uh, I was messing with that mix the other day. I was playing with the idea of like polishing up that mix because I thought that that was one that I you know it's one of the ones I'm less proud of. I mean, like I, I get that you know sometimes songs are popular that I don't like as much, and sometimes songs are that I like a lot are, are less popular. But yeah, that was <laughs> one that I think could use a little bit of polish. And so I was I was just messing with that, just playing with the idea the other day so it's just interesting that that would be the first one that would come up
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh w- one of the ones that i think um I, I i really appreciate the mesh of styles would be way past flash which is flash mm. versus archie sonic specifically because archie sonic doesn't really have a style like yeah. it's just a comic right. book it's like there's technically sonic games and stuff to pull from but like figuring out how to capture the essence of archie sonic in particular um isn't necessarily a clear-cut idea uh, did you have a particular process that you went through for that, or, or, or thoughts I mean, on that?
4: The the Crush Forty soundtrack for Sonic Adventure Two. Mm-hmm. Like as soon yes. as as soon as you said I was on that matchup, I was like, I I really want to make some references to that soundtrack because I love that <laughs> soundtrack. I mean, there's a lot of references in that song. I think that's one of my most reference packed songs ever. And then you know I, I leaned into some of the Justice League Unlimited theme because that's the most iconic music for like DC animated, um, for DC animated stuff, but. Yeah, mostly uh mostly leaning towards like the Sonic kind of rock Crush 40 soundtrack and just really fast, you know, I want to do something like super upbeat and feel like your heart's going to explode.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so outside of references uh and and looking at other tracks, um what what what's sort of your process for determining that style that you're looking for? Like especially if that sort of reference material either doesn't really line up with what what you want to do or just isn't available.
4: Um I, I wish I had some kind of like super wise or amazing sounding answer for this, but it's usually just like a, a melody or, or like a specific drum part or something will just kind of pop into my head. I'll, I'll kind of meditate on it. I'll let it stew in the back of my brain while I'm working on other projects. And I guess that's kind of what happens is I'll, I'll work on, I'll be working on other projects and like something from another project oh. will stick out to me and I'll go. And like, I won't end up using it for the other project, but I'll be like, oh, that, that synth bass is really cool. I, I can't yep. use that for this, but that'd be perfect for this death battle. And so yeah so then I end up pulling ideas that or inspiration that I get while working on other material and uh then seeing it you know because it'll it'll be like oh that's perfect for like sonic or I'll be, oh, that's perfect for the werewolves fight. And I thought that the synth base is what's coming to mind for me right now from uh, Saber Wolf versus Talbane. And that synth base, I was working on another, on another project, and that synth base was not appropriate for it. But I was like, oh, crap, that's really cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's so how it is for so many art forms. Like, you find the solutions to your problems in, in, in not looking at the problem itself
4: um yeah yeah because or like that's waking if... up with the idea just exactly just wake up, it's yeah. like in a fog and like i gotta write this down yeah, yep. <laughs> is, yeah. we've all been
3: there <laughs> dude like I, I i i'm one of those guys that has like a notepad like uh mm. you know next to my bed because that happens to me all the time i'll be like oh yeah that close to getting to sleep and sitting in bed for like half hour i'm like all right finally feels like it's going i'm, I'm gonna finally get to sleep yep. oh shit i got an idea then yeah. <laughs> i just start like yeah. writing real quick and then i'm like I've oh, no, i'm not gonna hundreds. Get to bed for like an hour. hundreds of notes
4: <laughs> yeah i've got to have oh, yeah. hundreds of notes in my uh hundreds of notes in my phone where i will like i'll have like a melody yeah. idea mm. or like a oh, yeah. riff idea and i'll just sing it into my phone and I'll just, you know, I, I, I a lot of them don't, I, I should probably go through them because there's a lot that I just never touch again, I just forget about. But every yeah. now and then, you know, I'll have one and I'll come back to it and be like, ah, oh, that is so catchy. And it, you, you always get those at the most inopportune times. Back when I was working <laughs> like an hourly job still, before I went like full-time with my music, it was always when I was like busy, like, you know, when I was right. I was working like maybe at a convenience mart and like a bunch of people would come in and then, then I would have the song idea. It's just the most unfortunate and opportune times when <laughs> inspiration always wants to hit you. It's like the muses have a sense of humor.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Getting those ideas in the middle of like a conversation with somebody, you're like, I really want to leave this conversation right yeah. down. But, Shut like, the fuck I don't want to be rude! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. Continue. Speaking of, I gotta go. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got it right now, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, man, but, dude, uh, also... What is it like, so one of the things that I think Death Battle, um, um, in particular, it's both a benefit, it's like a bo- both boon and a struggle for Death Battle, is that we are constantly dealing with different genres, different characters, different types of content, uh, and that um, doesn't just go for writing, you know, the characters and whatnot, but it also goes into the music. So, like, you've been making tracks with a wide variety of genres for a while now, what is that like for you, especially coming from a specifically metal, uh, death core, uh, uh, origin? <laughs> Has that been difficult to sort of like jump into some, some tracks or, or does it, does it make it easier for you to sort of learn, uh, how, how to do things with different genres?
4: Um, so, uh, referencing back to the, the one that I'm, that I'm doing currently with, with Luis, uh, that one is proving to be pretty difficult because it's a genre that I just have no experience in at all. But actually, uh, I was, I've been thinking about this for the past couple days, that it's such a fortunate, this is like such a good gig for me, because I have this weird ability to write one good song in any genre I choose. So I can, like, I can there, there'll be like a genre, and I can like make one really good song in that genre, and then if I try to make a second one, it'll be terrible. And I, we, get get it. It. we get the good. We get the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll be inventing genres for the show. I'm like blending. You know, who knows what I'm blending for the from the two things. But I'll make an. it will be like make a new genre, and I'll be like, oh, that was kind of a cool blend of styles. And I'll try to try to make another song in that style, and and it's just gone. Like I I try to write again. I'm like, oh, this is so
1: bad. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> the there are definitely some matchups where like we bring in like like this character comes from a series that's like got a, a jazzy soundtrack, and then this character comes from a, a series that's like pure oh. like rock, heavy rock, or something like that, and figuring yeah, and out to, how to, to mesh things like that.
4: uh, One of the things that that you'll find that I do if you like go across my, my discography with death battle is if I'm struggling with the series genres, uh, let's say they have two different, you know, two very different genres that are both stuff that I'm like having a hard time with. What I'll do is I'll, I'll add elements of those genres and then I'll layer them under like a bed of a rock song so that I have like this glue that kind of holds the, the elements that I could put together as a cohesive unit where, uh, where like I might have struggled to like make a song out of just those two genres because I'm not familiar with either of them individually, to uh, not familiar enough with them to uh, make a like a cohesive song with just those two styles. So I'll I'll use my rock background as like glue.
3: <laughs> but that does help in a way because it sort of creates a consistent sound that like people can yeah, yeah. watch Death Battle and be like, "That's a Branding Yates song," I think, and then they'll look down but the description be like. Oh, yeah, totally was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's always interesting to think. me, though,
4: when they mix Aaron and I up, like when Aaron and I get, like, really close uh, to the same. I should clarify, I guess, that Aaron is Aaron is Therwolf. That when uh, yes. Therwolf and I, uh, <laughs> uh, when we, when they mix us up with each other, because I, I always find that interesting because it's like, uh, we don't, we don't, I don't think we ever intentionally try to sound like each other, but sometimes, you know, they might hear a song and be like, oh, this sounds like Aaron might have done it. This sounds like Brandon might have done it. And it was actually the opposite.
0: Mm -hmm. I
3: think, yeah, I think you guys do have distinct styles, but, like, Mm -hmm. because Death Battle is constantly jumping between different genres, it can sometimes be a little tricky to, like, jump into an episode and just be like, oh, I I recognize that just immediately. Because they might have, like, Aaron does do some tracks that aren't, that lean into, like, a heavier sort of rock, and then you do some sort of tracks that lean into something that Aaron, you know, might... Uh, typically, do more often um, because that's just the nature of the show. Uh, and Aaron's we work also on such like a m- weird
4: show. Aaron's also a much better guitarist than me, so I uh, I compensate <laughs> in other ways with with. Uh, I mean, I, I'm just being honest. Like he is, he's a way better guitarist than me. So what I have to like, uh, you know, I'll, what, so what I do to keep tracks interesting will be like adding other layers, you know, or like I mean, he does orchestral and synth and stuff too. But like I tend to make those like the main character instruments more often, where uh, where. Aaron might, you know, put a guitar solo somewhere, and I always have to have like a guest guitarist to do a guitar solo, or almost <laughs> always, anyway.
3: I love that you and and I do want to. We should team you guys that. up
0: for one super track. We did. <laughs> we did. Well, the yeah, track we did Mighty, yeah, that's oh, right. right. It's one of the best tracks ever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I
4: actually, I, pitched, uh, I pitched the idea that Aaron and I should just always team up for the finales because, like, we both want to do the finale. You know, like we both want to do it, and <laughs> it's just like so. I just, think, I mean, like, I know that, uh, I don't know if, if this is okay to say, uh, we, we that we're already done with the music for the, the final, finale. Like, I know that that's already done,
3: but oh, yeah, for this, yeah.
4: Um, but like, other than that, like, I think that it'd be really cool for just Aaron and I to always like team up. Maybe oh, even yeah, bring omega fun. sparks back in just a trio that the death Dude, battle a trio Hell trio.
1: yeah,
4: oh fuck. that'd be amazing, just, like, oh,
3: God,
4: like just bring us all on board for the finales like if if, if it within budget, of course, and like we could all i haven't that I haven't
3: had a chance to talk to you about like all the stuff I wanna do for our you know tenth year anniversary uh season, but like
0: we're gonna do some kick ass stuff <laughs> it's gonna be
3: Yeah, um yeah,.
0: I have to to interject because we keep talking about the many different uh, genres and styles uh, that Brandon works in. Uh, I pulled up his YouTube channel and I would like to know what is ButtCheeks.Wave? Oh, uh, you know, maybe maybe you should just check
4: it out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what it is is I I hired a uh... A, a voice actress on fiverr to just say like in a really cute like small voice like a i guess they call it a lolly voice i want to see your butt cheeks and then i just made an entire like well it's not an entire it's like a minute long just a little it was kind of a shit post uh, that then it's just a minute long of like a of like a dubstep that uh, of like of like a dubstep thing with like her just saying i want to see your butt cheeks like glitched over it and it's like some anime girl but so, i, I thought it'd so be amusing
0: Go search Brandon Yates on YouTube if you'd like to hear that track. I'm looking it I just up thought right it's so funny It was like, oh, let me see what the most recent stuff you've done so we can talk about maybe but something from and that... with
4: spaces between every letter before the dot wav. So
0: cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lots of yeah, just search Brandon Yates It's right there. You'll you I can't mean, you, you can't miss it. <laughs> it it's a thumbnail yeah, it of a butt.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I know I know what they like, you know. I know what I know what people want. I mean, what can I say? If you guys could could make a death battle between two butts, you would, and I know you would. <laughs>
3: A butt battle. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I uh, have we got gold, man. I don't think we can top that. <laughs> All right, time <laughs> for the community death battle. <laughs>
5: Let's do it. Let's talk about the good, good stuff right now. We're talking about steaks. Straight to your door by Omaha Steaks. These guys are, and I mean, well, to be honest, it's not just steaks, but. I'm a big steak fan, so I'm talking about the steaks, but I also do really enjoy the burgers and stuff like that, too. They're absolutely fantastic. It's top-notch meat around the board. And uh, right now, you can get some of this Butcher's Best Sellers, which includes eight perfectly aged steaks, four Juicy Burgers, and I mean, seriously, Juicy Burgers, they are super, super, super good. Uh, and you know, the, the, it's even got sides and like desserts and a bunch of stuff. It makes like up 16 entrees, according to the thing. And uh, if you type in the promo code DBC in the search bar, you can unlock a limited time offer, and Omaha Steaks will add free shipping and two pounds of premium ground beef free to your order. So it's just this like, and their beef is just, it's not just beef. There's some extra juicy, good stuff, right? The ground beef, like, you just make yourself the best pasta sauce you've ever had. Throw on some of them good spaghettis. Oh, lot That's what we're here for, right? So, go to omahasteaks.com and enter DB, the code DBC in the search bar to get the Butcher's Best Sellers at 45% off, plus free shipping and two pounds free ground beef. That's 45% off. That's the first time I read that line, and I think I might just go, okay, if I'm going to use my own code, which I've done quite a few times. So, yeah, go do that. It's awesome. Uh, It says four bacon-wrapped filet mignons, four top sirloins, and eight more main entrees plus dessert. That's just a killer deal. So visit omahasteaks.com, type in DBC in the search bar, and stock up. Anyways, back to the show.
3: All right, so this week's community death battle was Batgirl versus Kim Possible. Specifically
0: um, their ass. No, I'm just kidding. Be between
3: <laughs> specifically their butts. No, nope. uh, they're nope. underage, I think. Nope, let's not do that. <laughs> yep. Nope, not doing that for Kim sure. girls nope. high school, I think. Nope, we're not doing that. Uh, but what we... What we oh, fun. man! <laughs> I, I got somebody. Did this train um, can't be stopped. What we will do is... Uh, As always with Community Uh, Death Battle, we leave it up to you guys to let us know who you think should win and why using uh, hashtag Death on Twitter. So let's go ahead and bring up the answer for uh, Batgirl, I guess.
0: Uh, A2 squared, double A. Batgirl for the win. While Kim has taken on super-powered enemies and dealt with Ron Stoppable, Batgirl Mm -hmm. had training from her dad and Batman. Took up the role of Batman when he was out, brief, and was able to outsmart Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman. Team up with (laughs) Scooby-Doo. (laughs)
4: <laughs> who could
0: destroy Destroyed the, the universe by dancing <laughs> dude scooby-doo like i can't wait till we do a Scooby me you uh does, does, battle, does she then that scale happens. to
4: shaggy because if she scales to shaggy this isn't
3: fair <laughs> <laughs> there, there's an actual scene in i can't remember where uh where they do possibly destroy the, a, a universe by dancing mm-hmm. like that actually happens
2: this is the brinsky triangle <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, we looked into this for oh, community death yeah. battle before.
2: Yeah, our community death battle was Scooby Doo versus Courage the Cowardly Dog, so we had to like do the deep dive. It was I'm one of the, the
0: strangest ones we've done. I can't wait because Scooby's teamed up. Even when like we became part of like Warner Media, they're like, "You guys want Scooby? Just let us know."
3: Oh. <laughs> like if you want to do right, something please. with Scooby we'll... pitch it
0: to us, like we'll with I, that... still... <laughs> with I still, I still out like... there. Yeah, Scooby
4: Doo free for all.
0: Uh, Scooby Doo is like Warner Media's ambassador. They just like got a new property. Yeah, Scooby will show up.
1: Say <laughs> some, I mean, say like, some Scooby stuff.
4: wasn't Scooby wasn't supernatural, so like maybe they'll let us just have all the characters murder each other. <laughs> <laughs> I think Fred probably takes it, but I don't know. Like Shaggy
3: does have a mortal instinct. so <laughs> Fred. is that our new community death metal? Who knows? let uh, see. Fred <laughs> beating uh, the shit out of like, uh, Shaggy. So let's go ahead so and bring up the girl. answer for uh, Kim Possible.
0: This one comes from Yotes. Uh, the classic matchup: DCOP versus Cartoon Logic. Kim will decimate because she's as talented as she needs to be to win. Barbara, on the other hand, let's just say she's been proven to take permanent oh. damage. Oh. But then again, oh. Oh. Batarangs. Batgirl has more offensive options. Hmm. Not the strongest. I mean, yeah, it doesn't sound very sure.
3: Like, we're, I, like I, I think, think the assumption you know, she we're definitely not doing wins or crippled Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> that that basically boiled down to Kim Possible has cartoon logic. I, yeah, but I need, I need specific example. examples. Like, yeah. and but then was like, but then get batarangs though. Well, batarangs though. Yeah, so right? I guess Batgirl takes it. <laughs> right, like yep.
2: batarang bat- diff. It didn't track very well. Uh, I'm not seeing a lot of like crazy shit for Cam.
0: I love that we're both already in the respect threads. Um, yeah. <laughs> she gets blown up by a golf ball and is okay. Let's see. Nope, i, I remember never seen something
2: that was like something like a meteor hit her house or something, but I, I could be totally inventing that in my
3: brain. While she was in the house? I don't know.
2: I assume. That, that's
3: kind
4: of important information.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like She was in Canada Are we, Canada uh, the are time, we calculating but... the strength of the house
4: or her? <laughs> <laughs> She
2: scales to her house. <laughs> Batgirl
3: versus Kim Possible's house. It has Hang a on. cool battle suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the,
0: end. the end. The end. Nah. All right. Sorry, I'm just... I mean, I hate when, like... I hate when, like, respect threads or things make assumptions. That's so frustrating. Like like she got like, there's like a building fell on her and she emerged from the rubble and was fine. And it's like, no, they dived out of the way. Yeah. And so yes, some rubble landed on them after it exploded, but it wasn't that a whole building fell on her and then she got out of it. Um, Yeah. Context is always important. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're both still normal
4: humans. So like if a building falls on them, they die.
3: Yeah. I I mean, that
4: enhances
2: her strength. She just kicked, Shigo into a big tower and the tower fell. That's pretty impressive.
3: That's a little bit more than just regular human. (laughs) She's strong. That's fair. Uh,
0: This one's (laughs) pretty good. She gets... I don't know what this gigantic death laser ray is, but she gets straight blasted by it. And, like, there's a significant-sized explosion, and then for some reason she's just fine. I'd be willing to bet
2: we could find better stuff for Kim. If we dug? Yeah, Yeah. because it's a cartoon and DC Street-tier characters... Are crazy, but not quite that crazy. They're on the whole, they have really great speed feats, but not super amazing, like strength or ability feats.
3: Right. And we actually just looked uh, at Batman recently when we were doing. uh, What episode am I thinking of?
2: Batman versus Black Panther.
0: No, I think he means. Was that? Were we referencing Batman because it was another DC character?
3: I I can't remember exactly what episode I was thinking of, but uh, Batman doesn't have, like... the Batman's crazy, but he doesn't quite have the feats that, like, people tend to associate with Mm -hmm. DC characters. Um, uh, You know, like the Superman, Aquaman Flash kind of stuff. Uh, Which is why, ironically, despite Batman being one of the most, you know, hyped-up characters in DC, I believe he is lost more than he's won in Death Battle history. So... This
0: is just such a... Mm -hmm. that character is just not made for death battle, man. Like that, Batman is all about like give him a problem, and with enough time, he will figure it out. Mm-hmm. But detective. death battle is just yeah, exactly. Like the world's greatest detective. But this, but death battle is just like, bloop. You're both here now. Fight to the death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like.
3: So I think I think I'm leaning towards Kim for this. I Me think too. the the whole the, the concept uh, that the second answer had of like DCOP overpoweredness versus uh, cartoon crazy cartoon logic sort of leans towards the cartoon logic in this in this regard
0: yeah but they seem to be it's, it's a lot more grounded especially because like you guys don't get me started about darkwing duck we had this whole conversation <laughs> after sudden death last week like darkwing where duck we talked like 30 minutes about how all. broken darkwing duck is <laughs> uh and like it's not that level like no. not even close like they, the they give her like justifications right like i was saying like they're like oh a building pillar and it's like no she dove out of frame and then she comes out of rubble so it's like it's more reasonable to assume that like she didn't yeah. ability didn't hit her. It hit the ground and then the rubble fell on her, right? Like it seemed like all the durability feats I'm going through right now. Like same thing. She's like always like diving out of shit. Um, <laughs> except for this except for this array, which I put in Discord if you want to look at it. She gets I'm... fucking lit by that thing. Um, oh, my so oh my god. Oh my god. Whoa.
2: Even... Oh yeah, it's a point blank blast. <clears throat> Even Draken can't is it implied that if she like escaped? Away
3: uh it might be implied that she like so she's tied up she's... and then the the rope is cut so it might be implied that she like maneuvered her body so that it hit the the rope and specifically but her so hair is up, also, here's like, the thing up, so look what she's
0: know. wearing look what she's wearing in the first scene right it looks like she has pants on they just in the pants off in the second scene <laughs> her coat's all ragged and she doesn't have pants anymore <laughs> <laughs> the laser blew her pants off okay like great, anyway cool
3: whatever well you uh, i don't know well, man i'm, I'm still I voting don't... for kim what, what about you guys yeah.
2: i like kim more i'm gonna vote for kim
3: that that's a legitimate answer i guess <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh brandon how are you feeling you, i think you... uh
4: I'm probably leaning towards uh towards Batgirl because just I DC has a habit of there being like one I mean, I know that it's like an outlier situation, but there's always there's always like one thing where she's probably lifted a planet at some point. It's DC. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm actually as, man, cartoon physics, but like normally I always want to lean cartoon, but I I'm thinking I'm thinking Batgirl on this one, honestly. Like I think the Kim Possible cartoon does That's. a really good job of trying to justify some shit so we'll see
3: all right we have a tie between the four of us but as always it's up to you guys uh answering the poll that we put on twitter so let's go ahead and bring that up and see who wins this (laughs) oh wow
0: wow okay it's uh, i wasn't expecting that we got this i know stuff (laughs) take that two people who do way more research than both of us (laughs) (laughs) what now (laughs) I was expecting.
3: Well, well, uh, I will accept defeat for now, uh, but uh, we need to come up with a new community death battle. Brandon, do you have any thoughts on a matchup that you think would make a good community death battle?
4: Yeah, uh, this idea popped into my head a couple days ago. Uh, Actually, like as we were talking about, like waking up with ideas earlier in the cast, but uh, I woke up and I was just like, had this idea for Jack from Mass Effect versus uh, Lilith. From Borderlands, just two badass psychic babes, you know, duking it out with some psychic powers.
3: I love it. I love it. Also, huh? it's been ages since we've had a Mass Effect character in yeah. one of these, and I'm a sucker for Mass Effect, so I'm totally on board. <laughs> yeah, I'm so so. Uh, you know, there's like I'm a remaster for. coming. Yeah, there's like a remaster yeah.
4: coming, and I'm so stoked for that. At least there's rumors, but you know, it's it's one of those words like rumors
3: yeah I feel it, <laughs> it, coming. it better be coming it better be there <laughs> all right so that sounds fun next up is jack from mass effect versus lilith from borderlands um which actually works out great because borderlands recently came out so people are, are fresh uh with, with information from that um so as always with community death battle let's know who you think should win and why using hashtag death battle cast on twitter uh, we will have a poll up later on in the week probably when you're watching this since we're we aren't uh, airing this live um that will be on the at death battle twitter uh and you can also leave your answer uh in a response to that poll and we can st- use that as well and we love uh, examples
0: yes love examples <laughs> to back up your argument that's yeah. our favorite um, examples you know discussions or puns uh, we also love puns you know that puns uh, can also win an occasional argument. cal yeah, yeah. is appreciated speaking <laughs> of examples of uh, brian uh can you uh can you Pull out this gift that I just found. Watch this shit. Uh Uh-oh. I just, blam! (laughs) (laughs) That would shatter anyone's legs. Like, she nails that steel beam and just flips like it's no problem. See, I think she should have won, then.
3: All right. <laughs> More support for the oh, loser, I God. guess. <laughs> oh, God.
2: Jesus. Oh, jeez. That's I rough. I broke my foot in college, and I bet that's what it felt like.
1: <laughs>
0: that's <what> yeah. We should come up with a fun new segment. It's just, like, respect thread rundown, where we just, like, <laughs> grab some respect threads between two yeah. characters. Some of the And best. then just, like, debate it super fast and try to find. What mean? Yeah. <laughs>
3: like that that is kind of a look behind the curtain for death battle like we find some ridiculous feet and we go what does it mean yeah (laughs) Yeah. how many tons
0: of tnt is it
4: (laughs) (laughs) how much tnt does this calculate to
0: and how does that translate into battleships okay we need to know various other or SAR bombs Yes. How does it compare to the Tsar bomba? That's, <laughs> well, mega Bomb? That's most powerful bomb ever times. made. I hope you
3: guys know what that is because it's I've been maybe that. like every other death battle ever made. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: All right. Ben, ben, has,
0: ben, do you remember? This do you have it memorized? Do you have the,
3: the, the yields memorized? <laughs> For the Tsar Bomb? Yeah. It's 50 megatons. <laughs> but it was built. But it was built to be a 100 megaton bomb. But they had to limit it because they were worried about puncturing the atmosphere of the Earth. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> just casual
3: problems.
1: <laughs> uh,
3: anyway, um, thank you for watching this episode of Death Battle Cast. Uh, thank you, Brandon, for joining us yeah. for this episode. Oh, it's awesome for to have you. Um, hopefully, we can have you on another episode in the future. Uh, I, I think this is a really good episode. <laughs> um, so let us know who you think would win. Again, that is Jack versus Lilith, and the Red versus Blue Death Battles coming up soon, uh, as well as Red versus Blue Zero. So be sure to check that out, as well as check out Brandon Yates's uh, YouTube channel. Again, that's just Brandon Yates. Yeah, subscribing's free. Pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, uh, it's free. No, he's got some awesome music there. Uh, if 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 you have liked any of his tracks that he is. Uh, uh, created for death battle. There's a ton of stuff on his channel. Like, like you might think like, oh, it probably makes a track, you know, every couple months or whatever. No, no, no. Like, give it a look. Hundreds. There's,
4: a, There's it's hundreds of songs. On like, what are you doing,
3: point. man? There's so much. <laughs> How do you do it? <laughs> uh, it's really oh, yeah, cool. We never
4: got over to my trick, my tricks to doing them quickly. <laughs> oh, right. Right. Um, so, <laughs> so what I'll do, do like is for different trick. genres, I will create, uh, I'll create templates and then I will build around those templates. Um, So that let's say there's a track that I know is going to require drums, bass, guitar, and, you know, let's say maybe strings. And so when I load into the track, all of those are already set up for me with like a tempo that's probably close to what I'm going to be doing. And then I just adjust the tempo. Um, I haven't like, there's nothing pre-written. Like I'll I'll still write it all in one go, but just like having it all, having the session set up for me saves me probably 20 minutes. And it's really just a lot of like shortcuts that I've learned over time like that. Not shortcuts taking like cutting corners, but shortcuts like, Doing the work beforehand, so that part of the job is already done when I get there. You know, like when I get to making the song, is probably okay, the yeah. biggest time saver. That and just also record, or like working with stuff that already sounds good instead of uh, instead of trying to make a mediocre sound into something polished, which is what I used to do a lot. And so, like in my older tracks, you can hear that. More nowadays, uh, I've sped up by having sounds that just already sound super cinematic or super epic or super you know aggressive just right out of the box, so that I don't have to spend hours tweaking them. I can just have like a song that's already close to done when I'm done writing it, and then I just you know put the polish on it with some mixing and mastering, and it's good to go. It doesn't take like a bunch of hair pulling trying to get
3: it mixed good. So just like Batman or when Batgirl fights Kim Possible. Prep time is everything. (laughs) All right. That's the Death Battle cast for today. Thank you for watching. Uh, As always, be kind to others. Be kind to yourself. Be awesome. We'll see you next week.
0: I'm blasting this on butt cheeks right now. Do it.